Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mufuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter, let's see here, is from Drex, who's writing all the way from the Forbidden Reach. And he writes, Dear Tosh, longtime listener, first-time writer. Well, thank you and welcome. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the coverage you have given to the trial of style over the years. Oh, that's nice. Sometimes it feels like the event takes a backseat to some of Azeroth's other holidays, but you and Professor T have always made sure the listeners know when it's time to dress up in something fancy. Hope to see you at the next one. Sincerely, Drex. Well, Drex, what a great first letter. And thanks for listening. You know, we always try to give equal coverage to all the events around Azeroth, but of course, the trial of style being one of Professor Talib's favorites, we always make sure to report on it. Thanks for writing. Well, even though it's a little early in the show, that music can mean only one thing. It's time for Jan's Huddle, with our sports reporter, Jan Ironchin, sponsored by Moonberry Juice. It's coming a little early in the show because Jan sent in a pre-recorded report along with a note that says... I'm reading a lot of notes today. Tosh, something a little different this week, but it's really long, so it'll probably take up the whole show. Okay, then. Let's give it a listen. And Iron Chin here with something a little different for me this week. As you listeners will know, I'm mainly a sports reporter, but I'm interested in competition of all kinds. So this week, I decided to go with Professor Talib and provide play-by-play coverage of her participation in the trial of style. Now, I'll be the first one to admit I don't know anything about clothes or fashion. So to help me out, I brought along everyone's favorite blood elf assassin, Eliandor. Eliandor, thanks for doing this with me, buddy. Well, I certainly couldn't let you do this by yourself, now could I? Hey, I don't know what you mean by that. Oh, please, you said it yourself. And besides, look how you're dressed. Well, (laughs) fortunately I'm not participating, and this is radio, so how I'm dressed doesn't really matter. If you say so, dear boy. But in my circles, style always matters. Okay, we're off to a great start. I gotta say, the setting is really great. It's a large arena. Theater. What? Theater, dear fellow, not arena. Oh, sure, I I knew that. It's a theater. Anyway, there's a large raised stage flanked by torches and statues... And to our left and right are the locker rooms. Oh, by the Sunwell. What? What did I say now? They're not locker rooms, silly. Do you see any lockers? Well, no, but 
What do you call the place where the competitors get ready? Dressing rooms. Uh, okay, but if there were lockers, w wouldn't you call them? No, you wouldn't. This is a fashion event, not a sporting event. The competitors aren't snapping towels at each other, whatever it is you boys do in the locker room. <laughs> no, I guess they're not, but boy, let me tell you, it sure smarts when you get a towel snapped on your... Stop. I don't want to hear about it. Can we please get back to the topic? Oh, sure, right. And the timing is great because the competitors have just arrived. And I can see Professor Talib. Hi, Professor. Uh, professor, over here. Hey, any chance we can get a pregame interview? Oh, pregame. This is going to be a very long day. Hello, Jan. Heliandor. I, I don't have much time as I have to put the final touches on my ensemble, but I can give you a couple of minutes. Okay, then. And you know what you just said kind of answers my first question. I was going to ask about what you were wearing now because that brown robe sure doesn't look all that fashionable to me. <laughs> oh, Jen, you can't see my contest clothing. This is just the robe we wear while dressing for the competition. If I might, I'd like to ask a more intelligent question. Hey. Professor, you've been quite outspoken about the lack of new rewards in this event. How are you feeling about it this year? And how might that affect your strategy today? Well, they've added some new items, and I'm pleased by that. There are no new sets, though, so that's disappointing. I, I do enjoy the event itself, so I'll be presenting my best ensembles in any case. Hey, and speaking of the competition, the hosts of the event, the Theris Vogsong and Nastasia Flairwatcher, are announcing the theme for today's competition, Crimson Creation. I'm delighted with that theme. I have the perfect outfit for that one. And I must go finish preparing now. I hope I'll see you both afterwards. Well, that's great. Good luck, Professor. Yes, good luck indeed. And with that, we'll get into the competition itself. Eleandor, for those who aren't familiar with the fashion world... You mean like you? Okay, sure, me. Why don't you tell us briefly how the competition works? Well, briefly, the competitors are challenged to display an outfit that best exemplifies the announced theme. And then they take the stage in pairs, and their fellow competitors vote on which one of the two on the stage has the best outfit. And the winners are determined by who gets the most votes. Huh, interesting. You're being voted on by the people you're competing against. That seems a little backwards to me. Oh, I can't wait to hear why you think so. Well, I mean, if I'm competing against someone, I don't want them deciding where I get the ball on the field, right? I mean, they'd always put me as far away from the goal as possible. Well, it's not that kind of competition. Yeah, okay, if you say so, this is kind of your world, not mine. But speaking of the competition... Let's size up who the professor is going up against. Eliandor, you're the expert, so I'll turn this one over to you. Thank you, dear fellow. There are a total of six competitors today, but I think the professor really only has to worry about one or two of them. Her biggest competition is going to be Ilara Embersong from Silvermoon, 
I happen to know Alara, and she's just lovely and has exquisite taste. Okay, so is being attractive helpful in this event? I, I thought it was about the clothes. Well, of course the clothes are important, but how the person looks wearing them certainly affects the voting. And as in most things, being pretty doesn't hurt. Moving along, the next two are Colby and Cade and Bunce, an adorable pair of human male twins who might have an advantage as they will assuredly vote for each other. Well, that doesn't seem fair. What can I say, dear boy? The fashion world isn't always pretty. Finally, we have Minkle Cheapsnipe, a goblin, and Howie Cloudrage, a torrent. I don't think the professor has much to worry about from either of them. Well, I don't know about that. You know, goblins can dress pretty good, can't they? Yes, but as I said, being pretty doesn't hurt, right? You said that before. Well, it looks like the competition is almost underway and the contestants will be taking the stage any second now. Huh, so there's another question, Eliandor. Why do they do this on a stage? I beg your pardon. Well, you know, it's just that in sports, the players are usually down on the ground and the fans are raised up on seating. It, this is just the opposite. That seems weird to me. Oh, my dear fellow, the comparison is completely... And the first contestants are up. It's, uh, that's Alara Embersong against Caden Bunce. Caden's looking pretty tough in plate armor, and I think that's a lot cooler looking than that, whatever that wispy cloth thing Alara is wearing. Caden would get my vote. What do you think, Eliandor? Alara is wearing the Ritual Shroud, a lovely cloth ensemble from Ashenvale, and an interesting choice on her part. She's paired it with the Warden Staff, which is a very nice choice. Caden has gone with the Knight's Captain Regalia Plate Armor, which is really a poor choice, as it's more gold than red. Although we tried to include some red with a pair of old-school Deadmines cleavers. That's going to cost him some votes. Alara should win this round easily. Wow, you know all those things by name. That's, that's pretty amazing. Isn't that why I'm here? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, oh, and the next contestants are up on the stage. This time it's... It, I think that's Colby Bunce. I'm pretty sure it's Colby and not Caden. And he's going up against Minkle Cheap Snipes. Now, her outfit looks redder than his. Is, is that enough to win? Certainly capturing the theme is an advantage. Colby is wearing the same plate armor that his brother wore, another error. But he did a little better with the choice of weapon, with the impressive Gladiator's Decapitator. Minkle has made an excellent choice with the Harvester's Court attire from Revendreth. It certainly hits all the right notes, and the purple accent gems are very nice. But I think her choice of a weapon wasn't ideal. The Sun Fury Bow of the Phoenix is a little outsized for her. But despite that, she still wins this round, in my opinion. Are the weapons important? Oh, definitely, yes. Is that because they might have to, what, fight it out in the event of a tie? Oh, dear me, no. Accessorizing is an important part of fashion. I mean, <laughs> one would never wear blade fist knuckles with formal evening attire. Well, not after how you said that, I sure wouldn't. Oh, Professor Talip is going up against the Torrent, Howie Cloudrage. Wow, she looks great, doesn't she, Eliandor? Go, Professor! 
Now, Howie has gone with a very nice choice here. The honor-bound Outriders vestments, which are a lovely deep reddish brown with green accents. And she's paired that with an archaic long spear to pick up the green accent color. Very solid choice. Oh my, Professor Talib has gone with a very bold choice here. The Scarlet Sindori robes. The professor carries the look beautifully and has it paired with Titan Strike, a gun in lieu of her usual bow. So what, you think they're neck and neck on this one, huh? While both Howie and Talib look lovely, I think the edge goes to Talib for the sheer audacity of her choice. Okay then. Hey, way to go, Professor! Way to be audacious! Yeah, and now Howie's back on the stage, this time going up against Minkel. Huh, a Torin and a Goblin. <laughs> Sounds like a nice title for a radio show, don't you think? If you say so, dear boy, I wouldn't know about things like that. But this is a very close competition. Both of them have carried the theme very well. But I'm giving the edge to Howie for the better choice of weapon. You know, I've just noticed that the contestants are doing all kinds of, you know, dances and movements. Is, is that part of the competition? Dancing and walking would certainly show how well the clothes move. But in this case, I think it's mostly to draw the crowd's attention and influencing hey, sorry their Sorry to cut decision. you off, buddy, but the next match is on. And this time it's the twins, Colby and Caden, going up against each other. Interesting. You know, no matter how cute the two of them look up there on the stage together, I wouldn't vote for either for the reasons I said earlier. Neither one is featuring the theme, but having them go up against each other takes away their advantage of voting for each other. Oh, hey, run. the professor's on the stage again. Go, professor! Now, this is the matchup I was hoping to see. Alara is just stunning, as you'd expect, but Professor Talib has unintentionally thrown down the gauntlet to her chief competitor by wearing traditional blood elf attire. Both of them look absolutely lovely, and the voters have a tough decision here. Of course, I would never vote for Alara. Huh? Why, why's that? Well, frankly, she snubbed my sister Shalani last year by not inviting us to her Wintervale soiree. Boy, I hear you, buddy. You know, I know that bad blood between contestants can certainly affect competition. You know, there was this one orc who played for Orgrimmar Community College, dirtiest player I ever went up against, and boy, did we all hate him. Every year we'd go after him. Even the officials hated him. But that's mainly because he had a bad habit of beating up any official that called a penalty on him. You know, one year he... Is there a point to this story? Huh. You know, if there was, I can't remember what it was. So here's another question. Alara's outfit shows a lot more skin. Is that a factor in the voters' minds? Of course sex always sells, dear boy. But it really depends on the voters. Well, we'll find out in a second because it looks like the contest is over and the votes are being tallied. Boy, the anticipation is exciting, isn't it? And here it is. In third place, it's the Torin, Howie Cloudrage. That's a very solid third place finish for the Torin. Howie carried the theme very well. And coming up, here comes second place. It's the Blood Elf, Valera Embersong. Oh dear, that may not bode well for the professor. Minkle had a very nice ensemble. And the overall winner is? Any second now? 
Hey, it's the professor. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Shows how much you know, huh, Eliandor? There's no need to be insulting. Ah, loosen up, buddy. I'm just giving you the business. Hey, let's see if I can get the professor over for a post-game interview. Professor! Professor, over here! Hey, hey, can we get a word with the big winner? Gladly. I am so pleased and a little shocked. Alara looked just lovely, and I wasn't sure how the others would react to my Blood Elf-inspired outfit. Apparently, they liked it. Well, I sure liked it. How about you, Eliandor? It was definitely a bold fashion-forward statement for a Pandaren. Congratulations, Professor. You don't get anywhere in this game by being cautious. Go bold or go home. <laughs> You're really a savage, you know that, Professor? Hey, before we let you go celebrate your big win, tell us and the listeners how you plan on spending your prize. Well, there is a gun. The Focalized Mana Accelerator. It would go well with some other pieces I have stashed away. I'm so glad you were both here and can share this exciting event with the listeners. Well, I think I speak for both Eliandor and myself that it was our pleasure. And congratulations again to you and all the contestants. Well, that's it for me this week. Eliandor, any parting words? I'll leave everyone with a quote from a famous Blood Elf fashion designer. Fashions fade... Style is eternal. Uh, okay, I'm not sure what that means, but good one, buddy. This is Jan Ironchin reminding you to keep your eye on the ball and your paws on the ground. Uh, okay, well, thanks, Jan and Eliandor, for that unique take on the trial of style and hey a big half hill report congrats to professor talib jan's huddle is brought to you by moonberry juice sold everywhere used by everyone hey there tosh oh hey velmic velmic oh celestials i should have sent you a note um listen buddy this is awkward Uh, jan's feature (laughs) kind of took up the whole show today so, so there won't be inside story this week. Um, no, no, there won't. Okay, so Jean bumped me this week. <laughs> That's different. Okay, then I guess see you next week. Sorry, buddy. I'll I'll make it up to you. As always, we're coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Denden for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for another high sea adventure with Captain Gallybell and his brave crew on the Voyage of the Crimson Countess. This week's adventure, Port of Call, Danger. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip.
The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.